Hey guys, I'm Kerwin. And this is Jeffrey. And we are the Donis Brothers. We have another brother, Kenneth. He's been MIA uh, in our content, but he's here. He's okay. <laughs> yeah, he's alive. <laughs> he's just not going to be here. He's working on stuff, yes. other stuff. Yes. Um, but Did, we're holding it yeah. down for today. And, and today we'll be talking about social media and using social media as a real estate investor. And we're really excited to talk about this. We've always been passionate mm-hmm. about documenting our journey on social media, being very present. I mean, we weren't even big, honestly, we weren't even big fans of social media before real estate. And then we really started yeah, getting yeah. consistent with it. One thing I can say is we, we've always been on social media yes. and we've always been familiar with how it works. So that's why it was easy to start yes. producing and content. But just a great place to start this conversation, I think, is... There's a saying that says, uh, Russell Brunson, he's a big marketing, I'm going to call him mm-hmm. a guru, but a big marketing thought leader. Yeah. And he talks about becoming, instead of a social media consumer, become a social media creator. And it's a mindset switch you have to use because now when I get on social media, I look for social media posts. I look at the other real estate investors that I'm inspired by and I look at their content to get inspiration you know, for our own content. Yeah. And back then, I mean, sometimes I'm so guilty of this, but sometimes when you're scrolling and most people just scroll, just to consume. And there's a distinct difference there that I think it's important to make that mindset switch. Do you agree? 100%. Absolutely. So today we're talking about, we'll start out with which platforms are the best to be a real estate investor. What platforms should people be using? Yeah. And we'll go into like what an avatar is and who you should target with your content. And I think that will determine what platforms you're on. But the ones that we are on are Instagram, uh, YouTube is something yeah. that we're looking to build, but I think that's one of the most important ones. Uh, Instagram or Facebook, just depending on who your avatar is, LinkedIn, and then um, TikTok. That's yeah. the other one. Um, all of them are going to obviously have a different demographic of people on it typically, but there's a benefit to being on any of them. So yeah. I just think it depends on who you're trying to reach. No, I completely agree. And so what are some do's? And I can start out, but but we're going to talk about some of the yeah. do's and don'ts of being on social media and being... Uh, just present and creating content there. Yeah. Some of the do's always lead with value in every post you make. I know that sounds very cliche, but um, it's important to remember and think of what the other person on the receiving end of your content has to benefit from consuming it. Uh, you don't want to assume that people care about certain, maybe other non-relevant things. And of course, we'll talk about you know creating diverse content on your platform and making sure it's still presenting your, your own personality. But in yeah. general, I think a good rule of thumb is try to think, is this going to be entertaining someone or informing them on something important? And is it the certain person I want to reach? Yeah, you just really want to make sure that you're coming off as someone who's authentic. Yep. And you don't want to try to be someone you're not because that will come off through your content. And I think there's a benefit um, to actually being who you truly are because people will be able to relate with that a lot more than someone like you're trying to act. It's just going to come off as like weird. Yeah, uh, no, I agree. I agree. And the cool thing about it is like if, it's a, if you're being authentic, it's going to be easier to create content. Because you're just going to be documenting what you're doing and the way you're acting. You don't have to necessarily change that. Now, obviously, you want to be professional. Like, don't post video. In my opinion, you shouldn't post videos of you like partying. We'll get into the don'ts. We'll get into the don'ts. Some of the do's I would also emphasize what he said about posting content and essentially it's just documenting your journey. A lot of you are in the in the fields taking action, whether that's touring properties, meeting with investors. You're taking some form of action. So just documenting that and then sharing that with your audience, that's going to grow trust with people. It'll prove that you're taking action. And I mm-hmm. like to say it leaves receipts. So when people, if anyone questions your credibility or the fact that you're actually doing what you're doing, um, if you are doing what you're actually saying you're doing, they can go back and look that you've posted for months. And 100%. that just reinforces your credibility. Yeah. Um, I've had people tell us, like, wow, I actually went to your Instagram page and I noticed that you guys have been posting for so long, like, He'll scroll and scroll and scroll and they never get to the bottom. And it's it's not even like 
I mean, yes, I think the content content has gotten better over time, but the content in the beginning was not that good. And it might be annoying for people that have been yeah. following us. And we've been like, we, we eventually, at one point, we were posting like twice a day, and yeah. just building that vault, it shows people like, okay, these these guys have one thing in them, at least, just by the looks of it, it's being consistent. And that so speaks for itself. So. so what are some of the don'ts? And I can start. Yeah. I would say if there's, you don't want to post anything too controversial. Of course, you want to, you want to, uh, spark some intrigue and create conversation. So it's okay to have some conversation starters or uh, spark some conversation in the comment section. We're not saying don't do that. We're just saying be very wary of that because that can alienate some people if you pick a certain side of things that may be too hot of a topic. I would say, I would say like just approach with, uh, lead with the caution, but don't be afraid to say something controversial because typically those things do, do like uh, perform the best. In regards to like the algorithms, they just like things that get people to engage with it, and people are moving to engage with something that they may not agree yeah, that's with. That's true. Or if they know that other people don't agree with, but they do, they're more likely to actually uh, engage with it. Which yeah, I'll will rephrase. Push I'll... It. So, but I, 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 I agree with you. Like you shouldn't, you shouldn't just say something that's completely. If you're trying to build a brand. Yeah, no, I, I've, I'll rephrase. Don't post something that's too controversial if you're not. If you're not uh, ready to back ready, it up, ready to back yeah. it up, and ready to face the backlash that might come, that's just the reality of social media. 100%. We won't dwell on that. Identifying your target audience is something I, we, we touched on earlier, but we want to really expand on. Um, your target audience is essentially the avatar or the person that you want you want to reach with the content you're making. So it's the ideal person who sits down, scrolls onto Instagram, and comes across your content, falls in love with it, follows you, engages with your content, shares it with their friends, and can really benefit from it because you're solving a specific problem of theirs or you're meeting a certain need. Um, and yeah. there's so many different ways you can do that. It doesn't have to, What do you think? Do you think this person, we call it an avatar, so moving forward, we'll probably refer it to it as an avatar. Do you think that avatar needs to be nailed down specific? And if so, how, so how specific? Well, I would say when you're starting out, it doesn't have to be like a specific person. Now it's going to be more beneficial. Like it's going to um, just, in my opinion, you'll you'll have a better time and easier time creating content if you have someone yep. in mind that you're like, okay, this person who works this kind of job, who has these kind of problems, who has this kind of family um, and is at this age and lives in this certain location or something like that. You're going to make content that is going to be coming easier because you have that person in mind. Now, you don't have to have that person as soon as you start because what you could do is you just start producing content that you just, you know, are, are testing new things and see what gets the most traction based on the audience you already have. And then at that point, once you start to see what performs the best, then you just replicate that kind of content. I mean, eventually, as you kind of just grow in your business, whether you're a multifamily syndicator um, or whatever else you're doing, you could just base your content based on your specific niche. Uh, or what, what did we do in the beginning? Do you remember? Uh, relating to what? Avatars, like... Yeah, we, we, we've been changing our avatar a little yeah. throughout our journey. Honestly, it's been adapting and evolving. I would say at first it was someone who's older. And through our podcast, we were aiming for somebody who's a little more sophisticated, understood maybe the general uh, mm -hmm. uh, foundations of investing. And yeah. we were going to offer them an alternative to investing in like the stocks, stock market, things like that. Yeah. Now yeah, I think it's, yeah. it's like you said, it wasn't always that. In the beginning, it was like fiction flippers or something random like that. And one of our mentors actually recently told us that you can have more than one avatar. Uh, once you have the systems in place to kind of make sure that you're taking care of each avatar and organizing them, but that's a little too high level. I would say starting out, make sure you focus on one avatar. There is, I don't know if you touched on this, but uh, there is a mis misconception that if you focus too much on one person, then you're only going to speak to that person and you'll alienate other people. And while that might be the case, depending on your content, I've heard that typically the more specific you get, the more broad of an audience you'll reach, which is kind of contradictory, but it makes sense because 
people, most people, uh, a lot of, especially I'm, I'm, I'm a big writer. So they say the more specific and authentic you are in your, in your writing, uh, the more relatable it is weirdly, you know, even if it's really specific. And I think that's true because people don't like something that's too general or vague. If it's too vague. Yeah. It's harder to trust. It's not going to be as relatable. Also, it's not going to be as valuable to the yes. person because um, people like to, you know, something solid that they can take action on. Yeah. I think that's, that's really valuable. And if you're not having a specific problem in mind, then you're, it's like impossible to give them a solution to their problem. Yeah. You're, you're not going to be helping anyone if exactly. you're too general. So. so I know we already probably answered this question, but I really want to dive into why, why should investors and real estate investors use social media? Yeah. Um, well, there's many things, but uh, I can I can speak of, like why why we use it. Okay. Um. So, we started producing content in the beginning. It was really just building our network. We built so many relationships with people just based on our presence because they wouldn't have known about us if they didn't see us on Instagram yeah. uh, or TikTok or whatever LinkedIn. Um. Second thing, when you're either trying to build some type of like thought leadership platform, like for us it was our podcast. Having a like a presence on the social media platforms that we were already on allowed us to attract guests of high caliber that we probably wouldn't have been able to get on because like, who are we if we just reach out with some random people and we're young too. And they know that um, at the beginning. So when we reached out to them, they, we, we had something to present them with like, okay, we can get you in front of all these people. Uh, that's, that's something that helped us get all these amazing guests yeah. on our show. Um, also vice versa for getting on other people's podcasts. If that's something you're even interested in, um, then a great way to do that is to actually be present and produce content because not only will you be considered an expert in your niche, but you'll also get in front of the people that have these platforms uh, and they can, they'll reach out. They reach out to us all the time and that's how we're able to get on these shows. And the benefit of that is uh, you can eventually get in front of their audience who maybe can come and follow you or, or invest with you or partner with you. Like I had one individual who heard us on a podcast uh, and he reached out. Uh, eventually I was able to connect him with another friend that I had I mean, they ended up doing business together and now they both see me as this person who knows people, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, all started with social media. So how often should someone post on social media? I'll, I'll give my two cents on that and Jeffy, you can respond. I would say uh, we aim for daily. That's the goal. I think that that's what most people should do. But of course we understand if you're busy, you know, that makes sense. I would say a minimum of once a week, ideally one, two to three times a week. Yeah, and I would say as often as you can. Yes, as often as you can. No, you don't yeah. have to overthink it. We can. We're going to dive into some content ideas that you can use every week. Just you know, it's kind of like a formula or templated ideas in a way. But really, just as long as you're being present and leading with value in every post. And by leading with value, I mean educating, entertaining, or both. And if you're a real estate investor, it'll ideally be real estate related. Yeah, and uh, another thing that you should do, sorry, is uh, to engage with other people's content. Um, this is something that I think if you can do it daily, it's not going to take you that long and you might already be spending time on social media. So one thing Russell Brunson, who's like her own set of thought leader in the marketing space, uh, talks about is building some type of dream 100 or just yeah. pretty much in other terms, follow people that are in your space that you want to build a relationship with. Uh, maybe they're, you know, having a lot more success in that space than you are and you follow them and maybe engage with their content. Uh, and that'll not only get people who follow them to see you, but also it'll get them to see you. So that's something that you can do every single day. If you can't post every day, maybe just engage uh, three times a week. And then on the other days uh, post and it can be timeline post. Also keep in mind on certain platforms like Instagram and Facebook, um, even TikTok Now, if you're on TikTok, you can actually post story posts now, which yeah. is something that you really should do in regards to documenting your day. And it's a lot easier than a timeline post because I just posted a story post before we got on this. I mean, it was literally just of me here. And I said, we're about to record some content. 
Uh, it's very easy and it literally takes no energy. Um, so that's, there's no yep. excuses not to be posting something. No, I, I completely agree. And Russell Brunson also talks about having five categories of, uh, of, of content that you post on your story. So it doesn't, or so on your platform, so it doesn't get boring and repetitive. Uh, I can't remember exactly which ones he uses, but you have five. One of them could be lifestyle. One of them could be real estate. The other one could be financial freedom, fitness. And let's say, what was the fifth example? Uh, entertainment. Entertainment. Yeah. yeah. You could just honestly do personal life. So you're, yeah. if you have kids or if you have a, what you, what you like to do for fun. People, people like to do business and work with people that are, they like, know, and trust. And like, how can they better like you than uh, maybe you're wearing some Jordans and that may not be yes. as professional as like uh, some guy wearing like suit and All ties those. and every single time in every uh, post he makes. But if you're just one time, like mm -hmm. you're at the gym or and you're playing basketball or you're just, you know, having something at dinner and you're wearing your Jordans. Yeah. Like if you post something like that, there's going to be people in your audience that are going to relate to that. So I just think like being it's actually not only real. that, but I think it also just shows that you're human, you're well-rounded, sure. you're three-dimensional. Yeah. You know, you're not a cardboard cutout of someone, you know, just full business person all the time, you know? Yeah. And I think that makes it more fun for yeah. everyone involved. Now, like should, should real estate investors separate their business accounts and uh, their personal accounts? And I don't know if I have a, a, an answer to that, but what we do is we have a Donis Brothers real, uh, Instagram account. For the most part, that's our brand. And then we have our yeah. each individual accounts. So um, I think, and this is something we've, we have to we can get better at, yeah. is uh, you want to be present as an individual. In my opinion, that's going to be better for you to grow your audience. Um, people like to actually, like I said, do business with people that they like, know, and trust. And if it's like a company, it's hard to personalize that. Yeah. But if you're just like yourself on it, um, I think that would gain more traction potentially. What do you think? No, I agree a hundred percent. Um, and so for me using social media, it, it, you shouldn't necessarily just post wh whatever. I think it's important to also schedule it out. Right. So how should yeah. people approach, uh, I'm sure, you know, whether you're working a job or you're focusing on growing your real estate business, you're not going to have the, the time to just every day brainstorm. At least that's not scalable and sustainable. So what should people do? Um, well, I think it depends. Like one thing I, you, I, I do is if you're just maybe taking one day of the week to come up with five pieces of content or seven pieces of content, and that might take you two hours, but I think once you're just getting consistent with setting that time aside every week, yep. it's more likely that you'll do it. Another thing, uh, keep in mind, like all throughout your week when you're doing something, like have that, have that, uh, that wheel turning all the time. Mm -hmm. Any idea that comes in mind, write it in your notes, write it down. Uh, you can produce content from just anything that you experience. Just find a way to relate it back to how you can help your audience and serve the people that are following you. Um, another thing is you can not like copy other influencers in your space, but you can be uh, motivated or, or inspired by yeah. other people's content just by like finding a way to tailor that towards your audience and obviously don't plagiarize and copy them. That's obviously not, not cool, but you can be inspired by their content. Uh, maybe like add some things that mm -hmm. they, that you thought, you know, I like this post, but I think I can go take it here or something like that. So what are some examples of content ideas people can, can use? And I can start out. Uh, we already mentioned, but documenting your journey, let's say you're going on a property tour, record that and you can cut that up into multiple different clips on social media. You can make multiple posts. If you underwrote a deal and it didn't turn out as planned, talk about the failure, why you failed, what you learned from it and how you're going to move forward and, and how that's going to help you succeed in the, long, in the long run. Yeah. One thing I like to, that I try to do sometimes is like, if you learn something that day, um, and this is, like, I mean, if you're not learning one thing a day, then I think that that's a problem, but this way it'll actually keep you uh, accountable to do that. You can literally post every single day, one thing that you learned that day. Yep. And that's literally going to keep you 
motivated and uh, accountable every single day. And it's, I feel like it's easy that way. Like you understand what you have to post that day. Absolutely. If you go to the gym, you can post a picture at the gym, a selfie or something. Yeah. Something or some fun. tips, uh, some tips of the week, uh, maybe like a vocab word. It can literally be anything, but just find a way to make it uh, attractive, appealing and relatable. And then you can always get in front of the camera. I know if you're not, if you're like nervous and you don't like yeah. doing that, then obviously you have to find something else. But well, you could just like get in front of the camera and say something inspirational, say something that you learned, say something that can help other people. There's so many different things that you can do. Um, it's really just about being consistent and being comfortable with being out there and in front of others. Absolutely. And if you're not comfortable with being on camera, I understand that. That makes sense. Uh, you could also post a picture of the book you're reading. If you're reading a book and write down a takeaway from that book, I think that's a really easy way to get content. Yeah, 100%. Um, yeah, like so I said, there's so many other, different I, I wanna, ways wanna, that you can... dive into some other examples uh, of content. Yeah. Um, what would you recommend people post? Because it can be really hard to come up with unique content, and it doesn't necessarily have to be unique. Like, like you're saying, um, yeah. you can post your favorite quotes, and that, you know, as long as you can kind of put your own spin on it, um, yeah. and leave with value, tie it back into real estate. So um, some things that, that come to mind are, say that you, there's something going on, a current event is going on. Yeah. Um, something big in, in the world, like Ukraine and Russia, that's going to have an effect, some type of effect, uh, maybe inflation. All these things that are going on in today's world are going to have an effect on the real estate market or whatever your niche is. What you can do is just find a way to tie that and uh, portray that into a message that your audience can relate to. Uh, that, that's something, there's always something going on, so you can mm -hmm. always come up with something. I now, like this that. might take some research, but this is even better that you're going to have to go do research because now you're actually learning and you can teach people. And as we grow in Amino, um, then we like to always say is you learn more by teaching. Yep. And I like that because it's taking what's on top of mind for a lot of people. And then that's already kind of trending in their heads. And so if you can capture that and bring them back into your audience and into your, onto your platform, that's a really easy way to grow your following. Yeah. And the benefit to social media is being able to organically grow your audience. Uh, and the way that you do that is to do things that are trending. Yeah, absolutely. And so quickly, what are some misconceptions of, of social media that people get wrong? Yeah, I would say, um, well, feeling like you have to be perfect. Yeah, I think that's like that's probably the one, that, the first one that comes to mind. I totally, totally agree. Um, I think that that that's a good one. Yeah, I mean, I I think like when you think about it, it seems like you just have every picture. Like most people, I would say the average person uses social media as the way to like depict a perfect lifestyle, mm -hmm. which is great. Like you want to obviously highlight your best moments, but when it comes to trying to build a brand, in my opinion. Especially if you're trying to like be an influencer, I just think speaking about your failures is going to be relatable to a lot of people. So uh, that's something that most people don't do. Yeah, and I think a lot of people also believe in quality over quantity on social media. I wouldn't necessarily say put out bad content or content that doesn't leave with value. But I do think that just consistently putting out content is going to get you farther than taking a long time to work on one piece of content and putting it out. Because it's not going to yeah. turn out, you know. I agree. It takes time to get traction. So just getting 100%. out there and putting it on, taking action. Um, so what are some final steps that people can take? What's the first step? Yeah, uh, I would say first is to pick a platform. Yeah. And then once you pick that, well, first actually pick an avatar. So come up with just like if you don't have one, you just are struggling to be, find someone that you want to target with your content, then just pick a platform that you're already familiar with and then start putting out content based on whatever your niche is and whatever your interest in real estate is. Uh, eventually, you'll start gaining some type of traction, hopefully where then you can actually tailor your content towards it. But the first thing is pick a platform and just start putting out content and then maybe pick one day uh, out of the week where you can actually make content. Um, and, yeah. and these are just going to be like, you know, writings on your journal or maybe in your notes. 
um, come up with like five ideas beforehand. Uh, and then if you can, just actually create it at that time so that way you just can post it um, every single day. Yeah, and if you guys want us to dive into more specifics on what platform and how to use it or anything like that, let us know down in the comment section below. Let us know what your favorite platform is to use uh, to post real estate content. And if you guys got any value to this, out of this episode, please let us know by leaving a comment, liking, and just sharing with your friends. And we really appreciate any feedback. Yeah, and as always, uh, you can follow us on social media at yep. Donis Brothers. Follow me at Jeffrey Donis on all platforms. And then you can follow Kerwin at Donis Kerwin on Instagram. And you can check out our website at www.donisinvestmentgroup.com. And make sure to check out our podcast if you're interested in multifamily uh, at The Real Estate Monopoly. Yep. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you, everyone. Have a good one.